go to some other stuff off the top of the head. I'll let Bunny lead the segment. What was your 2021 reality show that was on fire? Okay, see, I already hear the hesitation in your voice, and I understand. But I know that there's somebody out here watching that knows exactly what I'm talking about. You already know what it is. If you don't buy it now, something wrong with y'all. But we here is geeked out. This is the 2021 episode of the finale of this season. We got Bunny here looking like a reindeer. We got Rook here. Can't see him, but he's working. Always on time. Oh, I'm from the heart of the city, son. We got, we got Jess here. She's busy, but she's still here. That's what we do. Dedication. So, Quick thing, we're gonna like, share, subscribe, do all the goodish, put us in that YouTube algorithm. We got merch, get that. Cash App is here, support your peoples. Bunny there, Jess there, Rook there, support that. Um, just gonna tell y'all what we what we was appreciating this year in 2021. The shows from reality to movies, not just Marvel, not just DC. So some of y'all are gonna have a, a lot to talk about that we usually don't talk about, but that's what we're gonna do in 2022. We'll talk about shit that not all of us are gonna talk about, and maybe y'all catch on, maybe y'all won't. But we got to start it off. That being said, with Spider-Man No Way Home, word is that it's hit the billion mark in the pandemic. That is major. So you know, maybe in post production, I'll hit you with a boom, 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 boom. But that is major. So I'll let whoever wants to lead that go. But that is major. That was definitely the best or one of the best movies in 2021 definitely agree i agree for sure i think that what made it so great was everybody was talking about you know everybody's been talking about this movie forever you know the hype was huge and sometimes this isn't true all the time but a lot of times when the hype for something like that is super huge and then the movie comes out Sometimes it's a letdown. You know yep. what I mean? But I this one, like, it literally delivered on every single theory, promise, whatever you want to go into that it could have had. It had it, and it had it in a way that wasn't overly busy. It hit, like, every point for me. And I think as far as movies have gone um, in that direction for 2021, for sure, with the Marvels, this one was... This one was really, really good. Close second for me would be Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, however you want to say it. I want to piggyback before Bunny goes. This isn't the letdown portion of it, but to basically say what you said, one of the biggest letdowns of this year was The Matrix. Oh! But we'll get into that later, Bunny. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with both of you guys that 
No Way Home was probably the top movie of the year, um, followed by Shang-Chi. Um, I agree with that also. I just think that Marvel is hyping us up so much and it's just like getting better and better progressively. So I hope they can maintain that because like you said, like sometimes where you do too much, then all of a sudden you fall off. But I don't think they will. It seems like everything they've been doing is very calculated. They think about everything through and even tying. Oh, and Black Widow was really good, too. Don't let me forget that because it tied in, you know, a lot of the missing pieces for me. And I got to understand Black Widow more. got introduced to Elena. I think all of all the Marvel movies have been hitting for me personally. Mm hmm. Who is great, by the way. I love Yelena. Her character is awesome. Putting yeah. her in, like, with Hawkeye and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love. I loved her there. I love that we got to see her more, see a little bit more of her personality and things like that happening. Her interactions with Kate Bishop I thought were great. Hiya. Um, but those were really, really, really good. Going into shows, obviously, I loved Hawkeye. But listen... I really loved Loki. I loved what they did. I just thought that that series was really, really well done. Every episode had me like thinking about like the next thing. There was always something like that you couldn't miss in that show. Even like the props. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> even the props, like even stuff on tables had meaning. And if you weren't paying attention, you would miss it. You know what I mean? So I just thought that that show was really, really well done in that way. Where like everything had a purpose, you know? Yep. Shout out to the Beanie Gang. We're here. <laughs> Rook, you want to chime in or are you, st you still doing something? We'll keep it moving. Yeah, I want to chime in. Yo, we're talking about uh, easily the best movie of the year. It had the most anticipation, the most build up. Super exciting. And mm -hmm. they finally got something right. All right. Shang-Chi was super surprising. Also exciting. Marvel, like Bunny said, set us up. <laughs> they set us up. Me. That shit is crazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy about it. Like, I'm happy how they set us up. Because there was no letdown. They hyped us up. Lived up to the hype. Have us ex excited about future projects. They, they didn't do us any wrong. This whole, this whole year, I would have to say, because Black Widow was awesome. It's one of my favorite movies of the whole year. Yeah. Um, Elena, Chance, you you know, because you've seen, um, was it Wrestling with the Family? When she played yeah. Paige? Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I've been following her acting for a little bit. Like, she's great. And I'm like, people are really now getting to see her. So, you know, more power to her for that. I hope they expand on her character even more after this because we need it. We need another black widow anyway, or another black widow type. Brooke, you know that that's, but, um, uh, that's the girl from midsummer, right? Yes. Yes. I know. I know. I, yo, that's why I said when I watched midsummer, I was like, I know this girl, <laughs> bro. That matter of fact, that's one of the better movies I watched this year too. That crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy, but it was good. Yeah. That was a good call out Rook, Cause I did not know she was Paige. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. Man, I watched like this horror movie with her one time and I just kept like following her because she can act. She can really yeah, act. Yeah, she's really good. I'm sure that's why you follow her, Rook. She's also beautiful. <laughs> she's, she's cute, you know, you know, you know. But like I did like I did say in the group chat, um, 
one of the best things that happened this year was the Disney Plus because it did give you some stuff like with the stories, like the Hawkeye shit. Mm-hmm. You might not have liked Hawkeye. You might not have cared to be invested in it. But since they gave you the show, you know, you were obviously we watched it for content. Yeah. But it made you actually dive into the character and like, oh, shit, like, I really do like him. Like the Miss Marvel that's coming out. I'm not particularly interested in it. But who knows? I might be fooled again like Hawkeye and actually like it. But offhand, yeah, I wasn't asking for Miss Marvel. Don't really care for it. But we'll see where it goes. I am interested in She-Hulk because I get to see my man's comeback. If you can get him in the right here. Oh, Smart Hulk. He'll be back. And we get to Oh, go ahead. And we get to see the story of She-Hulk. Like, that's rarely ever told. So it gives us new characters that we can we can appreciate. So, but go ahead. Um, I was just going to say Marvel with Disney Plus have just, it's done a good job this year. It's like, we're not, it's like once we finish something, we're going into something else. So I'm like always constantly, obviously being stimulated by Marvel somehow, some way, either it's through the shows or through the movies. And it's one after the other. So I'm not like waiting around years and years and years. Like, for example, the second Avatar, like, what is taking so long? Like, I feel like I'm never going to watch that anytime soon. Nobody's you know? got to chime in. That bastard named James Cameron is too busy wasting other people's money trying to make the perfect movie. And damn it, when it comes out, it might just be the perfect movie. But we're going to hate him and love him at the same time. He makes a movie every, like, 20 years, but it's great. Well, I hope so. I just like don't want to be waiting all this time. So I think them, what they're doing together has been good. Is there any um, more Marvel stuff you want to say? Because it, it isn't a Marvel podcast today. It just happens to Marvel just happens to hit pretty much everything out of the, out of the ballpark. Uh, I am excited to see the new Thor when that finally drops. No, I think that's it. All right. So segueing on since nobody else uh, before we go to DC because DC had a couple of moments but oh, okay. as my Christmas present indicates Joey doesn't share food we got the friends reunion that we were waiting for for 25 years well I was kind of let down not to like I mean I liked it and it did give me nostalgia which is the main purpose for it but I was let down because I kind of thought it was going to be like them just doing like a special reunion as their characters like as another type of special like Gilmore Girls you know how they went they they finished and then they came back but it was still a continuation of the story it wasn't like a reunion we're getting together talking about it like I don't want that I want like your characters that for me I didn't watch Gilmore Girls but I know what you're talking about but yeah oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what happened I think I think the hype was so good and then they got around to it and they were like, you know what? Just fuck it. Let's just talk real quick. Let's, let's be out. I think that's what happened. Um, I think it's more of them, especially like Jennifer Aniston and David Swimmer. I just don't think they were interested in redoing all that. Because clearly Matt LeBlanc was. He had Joey after. I don't think Fee, or what's Lisa Kudrow wouldn't mind being Phoebe again. Yeah. Um, but it, Or, Ma, or um, Courtney Cox. I don't think she wouldn't mind being you know it's just i feel like it was those two actors and i just feel like they didn't want to do it so this is the best next the next best thing i can't talk so yes so aniston swimmer if you guys happen to catch this and let us know in the comments if you guys just really didn't want to do it or if we're wrong um speaking of shout out to them for not doing it real quick don't do it 
Friends is a freaking perfect thing. It is. Uh, first of all, it's never going to die. It's not perfect because there was hardly ever black people or Spanish people, so it wasn't perfect. But man, I'm leaving that shit alone. In New York City, it is. In New York City, bro, the, bro the you got mad the biggest, black people the biggest walking around with of the world. But it is a show. Right, not, it not is a show. Thank you for cutting me off to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you had you had that status last week. Damn right, damn right, yo. But to I, piggyback I got over it from you, my big brother. All day. But to piggyback over said friends is <laughs> friends is one of the perfect shows. Like you can go back as I have many times and watch it over and over and over. So it is a great show. We do appreciate the reunion. We do appreciate, like Rook said, don't fuck it up, which you didn't. So that's a cool thing. Welcome back, Jess, to the Bro, show. That's what they was gonna do. If they did a remake and they oh. or if they added another season, we're about to they talk were gonna, about it. they were gonna screw this. We're about to talk about that. Speaking of things that might have fucked up nostalgia, and just like that. Okay. Uh, Go ahead, Jess. Listen, I just, I think that there is a point, like what Rook is saying about Friends, this is like the same, okay? Like there are certain things that shouldn't be revisited. It ended in a nice way. Everything was done. It was tied up really nicely. Then they had to open up this box again and destroy everyone. Like, why would they do that? Everyone was fine. Everything was happy. They got rid of Samantha because they're having problems and arguments in real life. They killed Mr. Big. Sorry if you haven't watched it. I'm doing you a favor. Just don't. Now, honestly, though, I'm in it. I've watched now the third episode. And it actually started to get a little bit better for me. When You're I right. got to the there were things moving that I was like, oh, okay, these are kind of cool. But not that I have... Listen, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but I feel like people are remaking or not remaking, but bringing these these older shows back into time now and trying to make them. Oh, gosh, I don't want to say this and sound like an asshole, but I'm probably going to. I feel like I'm sorry. I feel like they're trying to make this like too woke. Yep. Here like we go. We're not apologizing, Jess. Okay. Okay, I'm like, Ugh, because it, it's and it, I don't have a problem with any of the subjects that they're covering. My problem is that they're they're like vomiting it all over us, and and it doesn't have like a a context. Like they just there's threw, no reason. They threw all of it in there. They just threw it all in there. And we're like, Bleh. like you know, and I and I don't feel like that makes any sense. Like you could have done things like that, but it's like they were gone for how many years, and then they come back, and now everything is going to go like this now? All at one time. Let me ask you a question for Bunny Chimes in with uh, her favorite show right now. Um, so we we all had a big problem with Biggs dying, right? Now, in hindsight, looking back at the stuff that we've seen, do you think they killed him off for show purposes or because of the allegations? You no know, I think it was the show. I agree with Bunny. I think it was the show because this stuff didn't come out until after this was over. They couldn't have known and then just decided to release it then and be like, oh, well, that's why they did it. I don't think that that's the case at all. I think that, like Bunny said, it was because it was the show. It was the storyline they gave because there was no way without Samantha that they they had to have someone free to be interesting or the show wasn't going to do well. So Carrie had to evolve in some way. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, they wouldn't have had a show. He had to go. I mean, 
I hate that they did it, but that's the only way without her that the show could have gone in any kind of direction because she's a star and not for nothing. Nobody wants to sit there and watch a couple be happy the whole time. I mean, that's just the way. I'll give, I'll give my party shots on the show after Bunny gets her take on that. I mean, okay, so I definitely think it was for the show purposes. They wanted to do something, you know, that we weren't expecting, but this, it was a letdown. And I think if they would have known the allegations before, he wouldn't have even been on there and they would have did him like Samantha or something like that. So I don't think it was because they knew about allegations, but I, I don't agree like with the woke um, thing. I think like the way they're doing it is just wrong. You're rush, You're just throwing it out there. You're rushing through, you're speeding through. You're not, you're not doing it right. If you're going to do something like that and with meaning, then make it with meaning. Like, don't just sit here and just do something because you just want to be with the times and you just want to like surprise people. No, do it because you, for a purpose. And I think that's what they're missing. Um, as far as like that first episode traumatized me. So I've been, I did watch the second episode finally, but it's still not like, how excited I was. Now I'm like, okay, if I get to it, I get to it. For me, personally. Yeah, the th third one is, it does make it up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, you're to the point to where you're already invested, so it is what it is. What was I going to say about the wrap-up? Should I have some? Oh, the only way I'm going to be happy with the show, and I wish Jess Face was here, so she could agree with me, but I don't know what she's doing, but the only way I'm going to love the show is if my dog Aiden comes back. Oh my God. <laughs> She's still yeah. on mute. Hey, you're on mute. I'm unmuted. Okay. <laughs> I said that too. I agree. <laughs> if my dog Aiden comes back, then. But oh. she didn't deserve Aiden. She played him so many times. I... Oh, we were that, that is, We definitely agree. But Aiden, I just want to see him. He's the man. Oh, okay. I love Aiden. You broke my heart. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. So moving on to DC real quick. We finally got the Snyderverse. That was amazing. Or at least for me, it was. I'm pretty sure some of y'all liked it. But oh, yep. The extra Jared Leto shit was, was fire. The, the extra footage of the Flash, the cyborg, all the extra shit was amazing. I'll let Rook jump in real quick since he's been quiet in just like that, and then we'll keep it moving. I'm not in love with the Snyderverse. I'm happier with it than the original product, but I, I don't feel the same way that other people do. And there's a, there's, a, there's a larger number of people who still aren't happy with the product, and rightfully so. Like, there, there's, there's massive holes in DC's movie plots and design till this day, and I'm not giving them ex any excuses. We started off bigging up Disney Plus and Marvel for good reason, even though that they're, they're clearly very imperfect in themselves, but they put out way better products and DC should be doing just so much better. And I don't want to kill DC on a day that we're supposed to be just, you know, running through shows and movies that, you know, hit or miss this year. But they're, they've always been the better comic. They're not, they've never been at least the last 20 years, the better product movie-wise. I agree. I mean, I was only happy with the Snyderverse, like I said, because the first one was just so garbage. But yeah, the, the Snyderverse wasn't like a 
oh my god this is amazing like i'm going to watch it again like i probably only watched it maybe one more time and it's obviously because of the flash scene and jared leto scene at the end but i've never went back to watch the three hours to be like everything that they added in it was was fire but i was happy that they erased that other version that they had that's that i mean hbo max is doing something we all love titans but before we before we get to titans Jess Bunny, what did y'all think about the Snyderverse? Did it do anything for you or not really? Um, I, it, oh, I'm sorry, Bunny. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Well, before you, I have not seen it yet, to be honest, because I was, I'll be waiting for my husband to watch it. So I have not seen that yet. So I'll let you go. I'll talk about Titans, though. Okay, good, because I didn't watch that one. So you can talk about it. That's oh my god wait no but listen i'm trying okay i'm trying so but i did watch this i did watch uh, my favorite thing and i know we talked about this when we when we did the snyderverse episode i was like in love with cyborg <laughs> i i loved him i thought i i just watching it i was just like holy shit how could he have gotten rid of all of this material like, how, how did this not make the original movie? He was such an integral part of how that movie ended. And you saw none of it in the original version. He wasn't even made to be, like, you didn't even, if you didn't read the comics or know what was happening, you had no idea why he was even there. Why is this guy here? What is his purpose? He really doesn't do much and no one really knows why he's always angry. Like, no, and I don't. I didn't know anything about him, so I had no idea why he was there. And then when I watched the Snyder Cut, I was like, holy shit. Like, this guy is so important, and his story was important. And I just, I couldn't believe that they cut all of that out. Because to me, his character made the biggest impact as far as from the first, you know, version to this one. I, I just, because I didn't know anything about him. And when I was done with that, I was like, wow, like, I, I just couldn't believe that they did that. But, now that yeah. we pointed out how racist and terrible and sexist um, Josh Whedon's punk ass is and how he <laughs> ruined the movie because um, he sucks. Bunny, Jess, how great was it to, to, to watch a, a million times better Suicide Squad? I really liked I it. I DC love. I really, I really liked it. You, but if you, you have to take everything from like the first one and like throw it in a different bag. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to just like put that shit away in a drawer and watch this one for what it is. You know what I mean? There was so much great stuff about that second movie that I, I just, I really liked the way he films. I loved the soundtrack. I really liked all the different characters that he brought in. Um, my only thing, and I know Bunny, you and I had said something about this too, was the starfish guy with the eyeball being like the 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 baddie. Like it was kind of silly, but I mean, it was fun, and I appreciated it. And when she like went through like his eyeball and like did the thing, I was like, that's cool. I mean, it was fun. It was funny, but everybody had those things, you know, on their face, and I was like, what is happening? I let Bunny <laughs> it go. Was really good. I let Bunny go, but it was a it was a completely different movie. I did, yeah. enjoy, did enjoy it, though, but it was totally different. But go ahead, Bunny. Okay, so the thing about DC movies, they are really kind of a miss for me, which is why I'm not always, like, 
rushing to see it, which I didn't see the Snyderverse. I was like, we'll just wait till he gets home to watch that. We tried to watch Suicide Squad and we like almost fell asleep. So and then we never revisited it ever again. And a big part of it, you guys know, I don't like John Cena. He's not funny to me, not even in there. What I seen was he funny. So it was like, it just wasn't that, I guess, like pulling me to keep watching it or be interested. Um, Even like Aquaman, I love Jason Momoa. It has nothing to do with him, but I just feel like they made him so cheesy. Like you got Jason Momoa, like it should be different. It should be like a Titans type of movie to me, in my opinion. And it's just like a lot of movies, I feel like they're just super cheesy. Like Marvel's cheesy too, but not in that kind of a way, like where it's just too much. Like I can't even take it, in my opinion, like I said. But um, so yeah, I didn't finish watching Suicide Squad too. I think, I think though that that's why I liked the second Suicide Squad more is because it was almost like all the characters were kind of poking fun at themselves a little bit. Um. You know, he does all those Guardians of the Galaxy movies. His name is escaping me, that director. James Gunn. James Gunn. I got it. It showed up. Um, <laughs> but um, he, you know, he has a way of doing that where the characters have like there's, you know, funny, like cheesier kind of moments, but they're constantly making fun of their own. They're making fun of themselves in a way sometimes. Yeah. And I think some of it was so ridiculous that it was funny. Um but you can't, you can't like base that one off of that first one, like at all. If you were it, you have to just like kind of take that one, cancel clear, put it like in a drawer, like I said, and only watch that one for what it is. John Cena annoys me too. I feel like he's just, he, he has no range. There is a scene with him and Idris Elba when they're in the woods and they keep talking about dicks and it's really funny. Um, other than that, <laughs> yeah, not excited about his own show, Peacemaker. Don't know if I'm gonna really tune into that one, but but Bunny, Bunny is right, and then we'll segue to Bunny so she can talk about Titans. But DC is supposed to be the darker, more gangster version of comics, like they've always been darker and they've always had that, just like they did with um, I forgot who. Damn, I forgot who shot it because now I got stumped. Like just did, but is it Todd Phillips who just who did Joker? But that Joker, just like how that dark that was, or semi dark, that's the way in the tone that DC is supposed to be. Like you're supposed to get those badass movies and stuff, but we don't. But with that badass shit, we did get Titan. So, bunny thoughts on Titan? Okay, so Titans is definitely by far the best DC thing I've ever seen so far. Um. I think it's just dark enough and it does have moments where like you bond with these characters. So it's not just dark either. You do get invested in the characters. Um, the things. What's it about? What's it about? Cause I don't. Um, Teen Titans is with um, who is it? It's Raven. It's Beast Boy. Um, obviously Robin. Uh, Nightwing. And then now they just introduce the new Robin, which the only thing I'm going to say about him is that he was crying a lot in this in the series. I was like, come on, like, if you're going to want to be Robin, like, show us why you want to be Robin. I don't want to see you crying all the time. But that's just me. He was the weaker Robin out of all of them. But go ahead. Oh, OK. See, I don't know all that. And then the other thing that disappointed me was um, 
Jason being Red Hood. Um, the reason that disappointed me, because when I read about Red Hood afterwards, I was excited because I thought he was going to be like, yeah, he wasn't a good Robin or he couldn't fulfill that. But he was supposed to fulfill this, like supposedly, I guess. So I thought he's going to be more badass. And he was kind of like, I mean, maybe he's just starting to. He doesn't really know who he is yet or into the role. But I just hope they do more with him being like a good Red Hood. Um and I'm going to say this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I love Scarecrow. I don't know why. <laughs> I just think he the was villain? a villain. Really yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, he was like a good villain. Like, he, I like that he's smart. He's like, he masterminded this whole thing. And I just liked his whole character. I like learning about him and his mom's dynamic, why he went crazy and psycho the way he did. Because I kind of was like, empathize. Like, yeah, she crazy too. Like obviously you're going to be crazy um raven i was excited about because she's like more in tune with herself so like she's a badass and now she's like really coming into her own to where it's like i'm excited to see where she's gonna go i'm mad that she was only there for like the last what couple episodes yeah. but hopefully next season like they're gonna emphasize on her because i think her powers are gonna be crazy all right, so I'll let Rook go and then I'll segue real quick. But before Rook goes, uh, I do agree with the Red Hood. Maybe the writers went a different way with it because Red Hood is supposed to be the super badass dude. Like everyone loves Red Hood. Like if you don't love Joker, you love Red Hood. Like Red Hood was that dude. And they played it to where he was basically like a pawn in the Scarecrow's game. So he just didn't come off like he was supposed to be. But they probably just went a different way. That's one. Two, we also had Deathstroke on the show and he was amazing. Oh. But Rook, thoughts on Titans? Um, I agree with the Red Hood talk. You know, just piggyback that. Y'all comments are enough. Um, buddy, man, Scarecrow, bro, come on. He's, I don't know why I'm attracted to him. That's kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. He's not a good-looking dude, but he's also massively cheesy. Like, it's his about character. Because his, his <laughs> intellect can be broken And it was broken That yeah. man broke his intellect on many occasions And showed off his weakness Dude you ain't never do nothing You don't use your hands uh, You can't actually act out anything Like yeah. he, he's the punkest ass villain In Batman for me I don't And know one of my I'm... least favorite Is that the one that wears uh, the burlap sack on his face? Yes that coward ass do you remember the scene where they showed him and he was just like smoking he was just like jamming out and like he looked just like scarecrow i was like oh my god i love that he began to know the fourth there you go because in mary jane son that's why that's why you started clicking with him oh my god <laughs> all right so unpopular opinion and then uh we'll go ahead and go um Oh wait! Can I can I get can I get my my take in real quick? I thought you said you didn't. The comments were enough, but go ahead, my bad. Oh wait! No, that was the red hood. But like, um, shout out to Connor Leslie. I love you. I'm a huge fan. Wonder girl for life. Um, Raven is my absolute favorite character. She pretty much always has been her and Nightwing, and Starfire. Always been a Starfire fan. I like this Starfire too. Or this live action Starfire. I like how they been piecing the characters and the relationships together over the seasons. I, I trust the direction that they're going in. 
they have my full attention for the next season. I like character development. Man, Raven is gonna definitely kick ass. She's she's almost very much mirroring Scarlet Witch in Marvel's universe, but just on a deeper, darker level, because we all know who her father is. It don't get no it don't get no darker and more powerful than that. Nope. So there's a lot to be excited for. I'll just leave it at that. Who's her right. dad? Brooke? Oh, he's a super powerful ass demon that wants to. Isn't it uh, Trigon? Trigon or some shit like that. Trigon, yeah. Oh, he's, okay. He's in a jewel. He's trapped in a jewel inside of his daughter's head. Mm. That's why you, you know, slip, right? you slip okay. just, just like you just now watched Daredevil. But um, unpopular opinion, and we'll move on. I do not like Jor-El as uh, Batman. Um, I love him. That is horrible for me. He's the older Batman. Yeah, he's, he's Batman. Batman. So he looks like so he looked like he been he looked like he Lance Armstrong like it just don't work for me. Old Dude, Bruce, he's just Bruce. Son, old Bruce Wayne was still swole. Oh, let's start this kind of swole. I don't know. Anyway, oh, I called him Jorah from Game of Thrones. Whoops, what's his real name? I don't know. I called him Jorah too. So, oh, okay. yeah, I don't know yeah. his real name. That's yeah, bro, like don't he start, was Michonne. That's how amazing. Dead. That's how amazing he is. We're worried about worried about his workout plan. Son, if you're gonna be, gonna be are you gonna be like that at his age? Yeah, I hope so. Nope. <laughs> I hope okay. so. Man. Anyway, I, already, so. I already called him. So I know he ain't. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks brother. But uh, moving on to nostalgia. He's get comfortable, son. He's gonna, he gonna be sitting on the beach with his feet up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Living the good life off all this money he made. I hope so. But going into nostalgia, a nostalgia. That's a blooper. I'll let Bunny and uh, Jess take this over because me and Rook will sit back. But. We got Dexter. Yay! I was waiting. I was so excited that you were going to do this. Bunny, are you all caught up? Yeah, I met him once, yes. I didn't watch. T- tonight is a new episode, right? Ooh, it's so good. I watched <laughs> okay. it in the afternoon already. I watched it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so for anybody who hasn't watched or doesn't know what's happening, basically, they have put out a redemption season for Dexter. This is after at the end. Listen, if you haven't seen the end of Dexter, like the original, too bad. This happened years ago. You're it's okay. But everyone is super pissed about how that ended. He ends up like crashing his boat into the ocean. He his sister is dead and he's gone. And you just see him like as a lumberjack somewhere upstate. And you're like, what the F? He abandoned his kid and everything's a mess, right? He's gone. But this is like the redemption season. The original director from the first, I think, five seasons is who worked on this with Michael C. Hall, who actually helped write and stuff like that. This is the redemption season. This is the season where Dexter is getting an ending. So there won't be any more. This is supposed to be, supposedly, who knows if they actually do it, but this is a one and done. It's a 10-episode series, um, and it's giving Dexter basically the ending that he deserves. So... um this has been really cool. He's hiding in a town called Iron Lake in New York, upstate, under an alias, Jeff Lindsay or Jim, Jim Lindsay. And, uh, you know, he's dating a cop and he works at like a rifle store, like a hunting store. He like goes on dates and square dances and he's friendly to everyone. And you're just kind of like, what the F? He hasn't killed anyone in like 10 years. His sister, Deb, is now the dark passenger. It's really, really cool the way they did this. Um, I am loving how 
how they make you this writing makes you love a guy who's murdering people like he's literally murdering people cutting them up in pieces and like throwing them in an ocean or underneath a fire pit or wherever they are like he's killing people and you're like yay dexter i hope he doesn't get caught it's kind of like the punisher going back to like some marvel stuff because i've been watching that now and um anyway but you know he is just straight up killing people you know what i'm saying yeah straight up killing people and um we love him for it <laughs> bunny all right before bunny goes, um, before bunny goes real quick i'm laughing i was laughing when jess was talking no, no disrespect because me and rook are talking still about bruce so i'm gonna send that's how oh, ill it was so i sent i sent y'all a group text of of the picture of him but go ahead buddy um so like a lot of people i did not watch the last season you know the the last season from before. Um, and then I asked you, Jess, I was like, do I need to go back? You told me no. So, okay. So from that, from thinking about that and now, like, obviously I think people are going to be more accepting of this as the end, if it is the end. Um, just like Jess said also about you kind of are excited, like you feel for this character, even though he's a murderer, it's like, you're talking to him too. And you're like, yeah, you got to kill that guy. Cause he's bad. So let's go. Like you're actually doing that. And it's like, doesn't make sense, but he like, that is his character just because he is a murderer, but it's not like he's just murdering anybody. He's murdering people that are hurting other people or murdering people also. Um, so I guess in that sense, like you, you learn to love this character. Um, I love that, you know, his son came back that mm -hmm. was probably going to be the only thing that can like really bring it to the top, which is his son and learning about his son and that his son's like him. Everything is like him. The way yes. they eat, the way they think, the way they like They're everything. The exactly. So it's like, you're excited, but then you kind of feel bad because Harrison, you know, he remembers how he was a kid and that, you know, how his mom was murdered and he remembers that so vividly. And that is the sad part. And you kind of want to be like, please don't go that way. Like just because of that. But, you know, more than likely he's, he's already going towards that way. So um, if Dexter, I hope that Dexter, if he does go that way, is kind of like what his dad was to him, like trying to guide him in a uh, different direction. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to watch this episode today. Oh, shit. Well, but the thing is, I'm going to I don't like Deb for the dark passenger because I thought she was annoying before and I didn't think she could be more annoying. But her as a dark passenger and you can't shut her up is like, no, I would have want. I think I would have wanted the dad back. So that that's upsetting for me. And I know he wanted to be back. I think he said something about being trying to be back. But and he never got a call or I don't know what happened, but basically I just would have preferred him for me personally. And then like how the, the other ending, though, the thing I was disappointed is, like you said, he left. He abandoned his child. Right. Dexter. I'm like going all the way back because I just thought about this. But he left his child with Hannah, the, uh, the other murderer. Like, how do you even trust that? Like, no. See, I don't mm -mm. Like, he thought that he was better off with that murderer instead of him? Like, I'm not really sure how... Listen, did I tell you... Did, were we talking about... I didn't tell you this. Okay, I have a theory. I don't know if this is true, okay? I obviously don't. But I have a theory. What if... Because, you know, Harrison's got these things going on, right? These issues, and you're starting to see them kind of peek out more and more each episode. 
What if Hannah did not die of cancer? I knew you were going to, as soon as you said, I have a theory, that's what popped in my mind. So it could be true. Like, what if he killed her? Maybe he found that letter from Dexter and Hannah was keeping it from him this whole time. And he like fucking snaps. And that's like the first person he kills is Hannah. And then comes out there to find Dexter. That would be crazy. I mean, I don't know, but like, (laughs) it could be a thing. It could be because we don't really know that Hannah died. We don't know. We We have no. That's my theory. That's interesting. We have two episodes to find out after this. It definitely sounds interesting. I had to go back and watch it. You should. All right. So that was Dexter moving along. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it because I actually was intrigued listening. So it's really good. I had to go back and watch it. Um, before I go to some other stuff off the top of the head, I'll let Bunny lead the segment. What was your 2021 reality show that was on fire? Okay, see, I already hear the hesitation in your voice, and I understand, but I know that there's somebody out here watching that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so I'm going to try to skip through these housewives real quick because I know you guys aren't, but we got a new city, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This is the first time in a few years that they've introduced a whole new city. I feel like a a Mormon lifestyle. Huh? I feel like a Mormon lifestyle. Yes. And Mormons are crazy. And I'm sorry, but y'all are like y'all are. So we have one girl that's an ex-Mormon. She was raised as a Mormon. She raised her children as a Mormon. But slowly, I guess she realized like there's something wrong. There's something wrong. And you're not supposed to look up anything on the Internet when you're a Mormon. And she did. So she found out all this stuff and ended up getting divorced and now leading a life not as a Mormon, getting excommunicated from people, obviously, because you can't communicate with people who are not a part of it anymore. So that's been an interesting road for her. Um, Jen Shaw, if you obviously you guys don't know, but Jen Shaw is the breakout star of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She is the one, I don't know if you've seen anything, but she is, uh, she got indicted on fraud charges, which is like probably, I mean, some housewives have had their issues, but this is the first time we've actually seen an arrest happen on TV. So that was crazy. Um, I'm just going to segue back to another city that we've been, the fans have been wanting Real Housewives of Miami. They went, they had three seasons and then they cut it off and fans have been petitioning for it to come back. And they finally did on Peacock. So good. Obviously, you have like Larsa, who's who was friends with Kim Kardashian, and that that relationship is not good. So it's interesting to see her, and she's actually Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. So clearly, if you don't know anything about that, she was a basketball wife. Let me see what else. But it's so good to see this because this is what we wanted. It is a little nostalgic because they cut it off so abruptly, and now we want it. And then the last thing about the housewives is real housewives of um, ultimate girls trip where they take a bunch of people from different cast members and put them together. And it was a shit show, but in a good way, like 
And I feel like we got more character development in this one show with six episodes than I did watching them for seasons and seasons, years and years. So I thought that was a real good thing. Like Bravo is on fire. Please tag Andy Cohen. Tell him I am his best friend. He just doesn't know it. And that I am plugging him like crazy right now. And then before you go, the only other thing I'm going to say is the challenges. I know you watch that, right? Okay, so All-Stars, they got All-Stars now, which they bring people from the past challenges, the best of the best to these All-Star things. And shout, out, it, shout out my man CT. Well, he's not on All-Stars because he's on the regular one because he's good enough for the regular ones. But I love him. So congratulations on your second win in a row. Five overall, CT is the man. Love you, and, CT. Yes. And so, but the All-Stars, they bring back all these players from the past. And at first, like, I wasn't sure how it was going to happen because they're older now. So it's like, are we going to get the same things? If you haven't watched the challenges, it, you need to watch it. It's a lot of conniving, manipulation, but, like, it's a mental game, most of all. But then you obviously have good challenges you see people go head to head headbangers you see trivia which is you know so funny because these like a lot of people don't know their trivia <laughs> so that's the funny part um like all these things that you would never think to do they're doing and they're doing it to win a million dollars or half a million dollars and they have all-star season two right now which is i think the best they have mj who's a heavy hitter they have Darrell. Darrell's the only one that's been going back and forth from the real the challenges out now with the um, new people and going to All Stars. He's a champion himself. He's won the most. Well, he's won the most in a row. I don't know if you knew that about Darrell, but he's a beast. Um, they have Kahuta, which is a silent beast. I think he just doesn't know how to do the politics. Um, they had Tina, like so many different people from the challenges from before. And I just think that this is exactly what we needed. And they went right into the game. Like as soon as they hit the gate, they were going into the game. And it was like, wow, these people are cutthroat. They will do some things for $500,000. And I love it. I love seeing it. And it's, I think it's great. I can't wait to see who else they bring back. There's some people that I would want personally back that I haven't seen. And like one Abe, I don't know if you remember Abe, but he was a beast. I want Cara Maria to come back. She was a beast. Like Brad. I don't know Brad is on there. And we watched the, we watched, I've been watching the old season. And I don't know. Do you know Darrell? Well, I know his face, but I don't know. No, like well, Darrell and Brad actually got in a fight on one of them. Because Brad? Brad, the thing about Brad is like, he has one, right? So that's good. But he's like mentally unhinged at times and he get lets the game get to his head a lot. So then he reacts, which and when you're drinking, because that's what they do in the house on their off days, they drink. When he drinks, he becomes so unhinged and like everything. He thinks that everybody's out to get him. So he ends up like punching Darrell like or Darrell punches um, Brad, like knocks him out has a big old red eye but to see them here like and like throughout the years because they they realized it was a drunken incident and brad did apologize to around he's like i have no hard feelings i never should have did that he never even did anything to me 
So to see them now still in alliance together, they still have a strong friendship. Like to me that I guess like that's cool to see. I've been watching the old and the new. So I kind of like tie everything together. But yeah, so that's it. Uh, before we go, before Jess goes, I don't know if Bunny's going to have the time next year, but we might have to have another segment of week of reality TV shows wrap because she is mad excited about this. <laughs> so we shall see what happens in 2022. Uh, Rook obviously wasn't excited because he left. Um, Jess, what about you? Do you have uh, any shows that we didn't speak on? I do have a show. It's not a reality show. It is on Showtime, and I found it because I was watching the new series of Dexter. It's called Yellow Jackets. Have you guys heard about this or watched any of it? I heard of it. Okay, let me tell you about this show because I had no idea what it was, but anything that I tell you doesn't spoil it. I'm only giving you what's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling it, okay? Just know that. Basically, okay. what it is, is it's a show about a, um, a group of teenagers in high school. They were like uh championship soccer players you know on their high school team and they're going to nationals to play for the national championship um one of the girls on the team and this is set in the 90s by the way um and one of the girls on the team is really wealthy and they chartered a private plane for them to fly to this championship well guess what the plane goes down okay and crashes some of them live, some of them die, and they are stranded out in the woods somewhere for like 19 months. They lived in the woods, the survivors, okay? And so what the show does is it flips you back and forth between the 90s and the stuff up to the crash and then after the crash, and it flips you back to present time with some of the other actresses that are now, that now they're older, right? And it's about their lives now and what's happening. And someone, they don't know who, the survivors that are that came back, someone is like seeking them out, taking them out one by one, trying to extort them for money, and they don't know the reason behind it. And so these people that swore this oath, like never to talk about the horrible things that happened while they were there are now having to like get back together and figure out who's coming for them and who's trying to hurt them in like now time. And so it flips you back and forth between nineties and now nineties and now. And as the show progresses, you start to learn who's who and who survived and who didn't. And still I'm like six episodes in maybe seven, the seventh one, I think, or sixth one is tonight that I'm going to watch, but you still don't know how everyone died, who died yet. Like you, you know, that there's like four, I think four basic ones that are around that you're seeing as adults, but you don't know like who, like who is who until it starts to move forward to figure out who, whose adult character is the teenager. Does that make sense? Kind of. So it's is really there only one season. There's only one season, but it just got renewed, I think for two more. So there's going to be more. So obviously it's not going to end when this is done. There's going to be more afterwards, but um, Christina Ricci is in it. Um, oh, I like her who I love. Um, she plays a really wacky unhinged character. It's great. Um, Juliette Lewis, who I also really, really like is in it. Um, there's actually quite a few really good people that I haven't seen in a long time that are in this show where I was just like, Oh man, did anybody watch that show? Queen of the South? No. Oh, that was a really good one. That was a really good one. Um, basically it's about a woman who like moves up through the drug cartel. Like, I know what you're talking about. I just, like, I just didn't watch it. 
Well, anyway, there's a guy, there's like a really hot guy that was in that show that is now in this show that I'm watching. And I was like, oh, I know that guy. But anyway, like everybody isn't who they say they are. And the stuff that's happening, like when they're stranded as teenagers is like some whacked out, like Lord of the Flies shit. They're going to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to be like eating people. And there's like stuff out there that's happening. Like it is, it is messed up, but it like, it's twisted and it makes you think. And like, it is just such a cool show. I haven't seen something really like this. And it's been a lot of fun to like watch and try to figure out like who's really behind it all and everything. It's, it's, it's good. So I suggest watch Yellow Jackets on Showtime. That's it. Root, before we wrap it up, is there anything that we haven't watched that was great this year for you? Man's thinking. <laughs> well, before you- what do you have to talk about Encanto? Oh, it's so cute. Yes. It's so cute. It's good representation for the Spanish yes. people. I think it's a good message. It just came out. It's good for the kids. It's great. We watched it's it yesterday. I definitely want to watch it. I haven't watched it. I didn't know it was up. I didn't know it was out. It's so cute on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yep. You can share um, it. I mean, we'll see if Rook comes back. If not, then we'll just wrap it up. But I mean, there was other good shit that came out this year. Um, the Harder They Fall. The Harder They Fall was good. Oh, he probably he clipped out. The Harder They Fall was good. Free Guy was cool. If you didn't watch Free Guy, that was cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like that one. It was really good. It was like some awesome metaverse type shit. But Ryan is always great in what he does. Um, I love Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield. If you didn't mm-hmm. see that, you check it out. But there's a lot of shit that, was, that we didn't obviously talk about. But we're going to make it a 15-hour show. But depending on what people's schedule are, we might come back and do The Bad of 2021. Like Fast and Furious. We should do like the worst of 2021. Don't talk about it now. Let's save it and do it next week. Well, Fast and Furious definitely made the list. Sure she did. Said, Don't talk about it now. You can't oh. wait. I can't wait. But with that being said, I'm sure Jess wants to go finish eating or whatever she's doing. Bunny gonna I do everything. We're gonna cut out twice, so we'll wrap it up there. But we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all like, share, comment, subscribe. What was your favorite moment of 2021? Tell us in the comments. TV show, reality show, movie, whatever. But happy new year. Have a better one. Happy new year. Happy new year. Bye.